this is Angela Hauser with your Disclosure News Online nightly newscap, designed for those who want an audio roundup and recap of the highlighted stories of the past 24 hours. Now here's your newscap for the evening of Tuesday, February 3rd, 2015. The winter storm named Linus that ripped through northern Illinois with wind, snow, and bitter temps Sunday created a somewhat unforeseen havoc. It prompted lockdowns of upstate prisons. The lockdowns were experienced due to weather factors and people being unable to make it to their jobs, correctional officers, and other employees. This termed call-offs. Full and partial lockdowns were affected. It was pointed out to us by DOC spokesperson Tom Scher that there are call-offs and incidents that drive full lockdowns and partial lockdowns. He was able to differentiate these for media and submitted information to us about it today. On full lockdown, and the reason for such, were Dixon Correctional Center, which was not incident-driven, it was due to weather factors and call-offs. Pontiac Correctional Center, which was not incident-driven, it was due to weather factors and call-offs. Stateville Correctional Center, which was also not incident-driven, it too was due to weather factors and call-offs. On partial lockdown, and the reasons for such, were East Moline Correctional Center, which was caused by snow and weather damage to the facility's rear fence. Clearing of snow and repairs were pending as of this morning, February 3rd. Three correctional officers from the tactical unit secured the area and are guarding it. This will continue until repairs are complete. Illinois River Correctional Center standard interviews and investigation were the reasons for partial lockdown following a one-on-one inmate fight last night, Monday, February 2nd. There were no injuries to inmates or staff. Menard Correctional Center is on level 4 lockdown, which is next to lightest. This does not affect the entire facility, but only two cell units. It was not incident-driven. And Sheridan Correctional Center, also a level 4, it too was not incident-driven, but was due to weather factors and call-offs. Another round of federal indictments were returned early last month, as it was announced yesterday that on January 6th, a Benton Grand Jury returned drug indictments against Corinthus Beverly, a.k.a. Rent, 45, of Marion, and Crystal N. Statler, 24, of Johnston City. Beverly, not Beverly, is charged in a one-count indictment alleging conspiracy to distribute cocaine and crack cocaine. The offense occurred between March 2014 and December 2014 in Williamson County. Beverly's offense carries a penalty of 5 to 40 years in federal prison to be followed by four years supervised release and a fine of up to $2 million. Beverly made his initial appearance in federal court on January 9, 2015 and was ordered held without bond pending a March 9, 2015 jury trial. Statler is charged in a two-count indictment alleging conspiracy to manufacture methamphetamine and possession of pseudoephedrine knowing that it would be used to manufacture methamphetamine. The offenses occurred between 2012 and November 2014 in Williamson, Jackson, and Franklin counties. Statler's offenses carry a penalty of up to 20 years in federal prison to be followed by three years supervised release and a fine of up to $1 million. Statler made her initial appearance in federal court on January 30, 2015. She's being held without bond pending a February 3rd detention hearing, which was today... We have no results on that one yet. The ongoing investigations are being conducted by the Southern Illinois Enforcement Group. The Williamson County State's Attorney's Office assisted in the investigations, and the case is assigned to Assistant United States Attorney Amanda A. Robertson for prosecution. 
And finally, an incident, an accident rather, involving a Chevy S10 pickup and a semi-truck had been reported earlier today, shortly after 3 p.m. at Sand Barrens Corner in South Lawrence County. Sand Barrens is the intersection of Illinois Route 1 and the St. Francisville blacktop to the east with the road to the west leading to the Bridgeport turn. There were injuries reported in the collision. One driver was reported to have had glass stuck to the left side of his head, but we didn't learn which one. As it turned out, the driver of the S10, Mark Lucas, age 44, just happened to have an open beer container in the passenger side seat of his truck, and lo and behold, he admitted to drinking beer today. Then when his license was run, it came back revoked in Texas. Anyway, the status of his Illinois license seemed okay as far as we could ascertain. Don't know how that works, actually. The semi was registered to Countrymark Refinery out of Mount Vernon, Indiana, which is where my oil from my handful of wells goes, so I hope that doesn't delay my next payment. Seemed like they got it cleaned up pretty quick. We went by there at about 4.30 today, and there was no sign of a wreck. We've checked with ISP, but there's no word on the media line, so we might have something for you in the morning regarding this accident and charges. Check back. And that's about it for tonight's cap. Hopefully, I'll be back tomorrow night. You know how iffy things are in the news world. And I'll be bringing you the news in audio, but for now, this has been Angela Hauser with your February 3rd Disclosure News Online Nightly Newscap. <laughs>